Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, Let's get into today's topic. The Ninthly Rant is an awesome podcast, and Mike and Toria are great. They're out on a mission, and I was so honored to be part of that. And we clicked immediately, and I really, really feel that they are making the difference in this planet. Coming soon to a podcast near you. It's your favorite blockhead on ice, and I am stopping my routine. I'm taking off my ice skates to tell you about the 300th episode of The Nightly Rant, which you can find on the Yogi's Podcast Network, on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. It's been quite an interesting ride for these two, to say the least. Wouldn't you agree, Snake Eyes? This is Snake Eyes from the YFB Thunderclap. It is a Yogi and Diego day. The old 300 is upon us. Fair point. Just like Stephen F. Austin in Texas with his old 300, you have the Yogi's Podcast Network, the Nightly Rant, Mike and Toria, 300 and young, with many more sarcastic point of views to come to you in the podcasting world. And with that, this is your favorite blockhead signing out with a... What's the translation of that? Kaboom! This is Abe Abdelhadi with The Bitter Truth, and uh, the 300th show that Mike is doing is a landmark. I'm barely under 90 myself, so uh, but Mike's got a big truth to tell, which is why he keeps going. Uh, love the show, love what he does, and really glad that, that he's asked me to be on it before, and he's come on my show a couple times. Just really good people. Uh, you may not agree with everything he's saying, but... One thing for sure, you know that he's going to be as factual as he can possibly be, and he's a grown-up enough not to insult people that don't agree with him. So that's my take on everything. Happy 300th show, you guys. Bye. This is the good one. So people frustrate me so much. What else is new? You've been talking about this for 299 episodes. What do you mean I've been talking about this for 299 episodes? This is the 300th, and you've spent the last 299 talking about how frustrated you are with people. How do you say that? We've talked about animal rescue. What does that have to do with people who frustrate me? Because we were frustrated with the asshats who owners surrender their dogs. Boy, I suppose whatever I say, you're going to point out how... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear this, people? 300 episodes later, and he still doesn't have a comeback. I don't have anything to say to that. I don't know if I agree with it or disagree with it. Evander agrees. Evander has come to life for the 300th episode. <laughs> I don't know what has gotten into this dog, but he has come to life. But that is not why we are here today. We are here to celebrate our 
300th episode. I can't believe we've made it to 300 episodes. Right? It is just insane. I mean, I remember when we were approaching our 50th episode, and we were so excited that we hit 50. And then it was, oh my God, we're about to hit 100. Okay. And then I remember that at 200, I was kind of like, wow, I can't believe we made it this far. And you were just sort of like ho-hum about it. You were like, oh, oh well, 200, not a big deal. In any event, it's 300 now. 300 episodes in now. This is a big deal. I remember recording our 200th episode with the snippets. Yeah. And the shenanigans. Yeah. And the favorite episodes. And, you know. Trash bag basketball. And as we came in, there was a couple of snippets from different friends that we've had had on the show. And they are really nice to have sent those snippets. And we really appreciate, you know, that they've been on our show. And that that's the thing that I, I think I want to talk about, you know. Um we were going to talk about people who frustrate us, but you make a good point, you know, for, for 300 episodes in a row, it's pretty much been the topic, but, but that's what I want to talk about. When we started this podcast, first of all, we both agree we never expected to get to 300. Right. I think we probably expected to get to about 50 and have nothing else interesting to say. And while over the last 300 episodes, I'm sure we've had a fair few that, weren't all that interesting but we still have things to say and that's alarming well to me what i didn't expect was to be how you put it um i don't know i'm surprised that what ended up being the overall theme is that people are selfish and sometimes even dumb (laughs) okay you're and, surprised by this? And I, well, I'm surprised that became the theme though. Like like my point is there are people who would probably say to our face, well, probably not to our face cuz they're not they don't have the balls to say anything to anyone's face, but <laughs> what what they would probably say is, well, you know, you went into it thinking that people were dumb and you know, kind of selfish and assholeish. And my answer to that would be no, actually I went into it with a real open mind about whether or not people were going to be good or bad. And I figured it'd be somewhere in the middle. So it, it it's interesting to me that that became the theme. And But explain to the people, like, why did it become the theme? Because there's an answer to that. <laughs> why did it become the theme? Is it because I'm cynical? Or because everybody we encounter on a regular basis is a tard? Yeah. That's what I'm going to say to that. I don't know. I don't know that that's accurate. I mean, I meet a lot of really nice people. But if I have a pleasant interaction with somebody, is it really interesting? (laughs) Well, but, but, you know, that is kind of the point. You know, we've never said all people are one way or no people are another way. We've always acknowledged that. There's exceptions to the rule, etc. We've always acknowledged that. And that's what always gets me frustrated when people try to act like our view is skewed to one side. 
because it's not. I mean, it's as open as it could possibly be. I've changed my mind on so many different things in like the last two years and changed my stance. Why? From listening to other people. And even though I disagreed with them at the time, I would change my mind. But but it's few and far between because the majority of people like to preach to the choir and they're not thinking their comments through. They're kind of, that's why we could say they're kind of, sorry, dumb. Right. And <laughs> so it leads full circle, you know. But yet what I'm trying to get at is I didn't go into this show originally thinking that's what was going to happen because I didn't think of people that way. But that's also because I didn't analyze my interactions with people as much until we started doing this show. And that's sort of an interesting, like, positive slash negative side effect, in my opinion, to this show on my life. Positive because it gives you something exciting to talk about and negative because it makes you cynical? Well, you got part of the positive. You got the, you got the negative, but you got part of the positive. The other part of the positive is just that you understand yourself a little bit better because you've kind of analyzed how you're thinking about something and what path you would take it down. But cynical because you realize that there aren't a lot of people out there willing to actually listen to somebody and change their opinion. What they would rather do is like make up this story over here and then try to push that story down your throat. And then when you prove that that story is completely bogus and isn't who you are or what you're about, then they, they don't bother to explain why they said it. They just act like it never happened and they move on to another story that they make up. And then you again prove that that story isn't how things are. And then they don't apologize for it. They just continue on to the next story and act like the last two didn't happen, etc. I mean, it just goes on ad nauseum. And right. That is, unfortunately, the sad truth about our society. The majority of people are that way. They, they make up stories about people, and they act like it's the truth. And it's a sad fact of how things are. I agree with you. It's a sad truth of how things are. And, and it is so sad because you're just nobody's honest with anybody anymore i mean it's just it's just disgusting <laughs> and the fact that you know you on the one hand you can understand all of that that's cool but the fact that you see it so clearly it's like slimy and disgusting at that point and that's to not, think that's not cool and to think we got here because i was trying to give away a chair for free on facebook marketplace <laughs> well yeah and you know that's another thing, though, that we can talk about tonight because, you know, we're not going to just sit here and pat ourselves on the back for getting 300 episodes. And we're not going to bore you this time with like what we consider the highlights. Because to be honest with you, I think that what we did in our 200th episode where we talked about the highlights, those haven't changed much for me. Um, and here's and here's why. I feel like we took a more serious bent on our topics from like... 200 to 300 and i think that we were we do a better job when we're less serious about the topic when we're more light-hearted about the topic well that's because between 200 and 300 was like 90 uh percent -huh. monopolized by politics and recall crap exactly so let's not do that again and 
you're right. Like, like, no, but you're not wrong about that. You are not wrong about that. Like, it's important to remember that we need to be who we are and be true to ourselves. And that is why I stopped going on Facebook because that's not who I am. It's not who I want to be. I will not judge someone else who acts a different way there but I'll always defend myself and the people I care about. I will always defend them. And that is just the bare bones truth. Like I'm not going to let people that I care about get picked on online or otherwise. But other than that, I don't like, I don't like being the person who has to be the voice of reason all the time and um, constantly having to explain your viewpoint um, because it's not, in favor with the majority so therefore it must be wrong you know like i I don't like that i I don't enjoy that i don't enjoy who it makes me become so i've kind of stepped away from that but now you're talking about it and stepping back into the crap Uh, but i'm not because i'm sorry but i'm not because i'm pointing out that like you know (laughs) i don't want to be sucked into it but i will tell you this people today like i said they're just selfish like not once but twice I've sold a cell phone on eBay. And both times were pretty much close to the same price. Tells you what it's worth. And both times, the high bidder came in and like outbid people at the end. Seeing a pattern here. And both times, the high bidder didn't pay. They're snipers, I guess. Trying to push the price up. Making me mad. Um, That doesn't even compare. I try to give away this chair. But hold on one second. I'm not done with that thought. There was a situation where a person was given a second chance offer and they offered like $30 less than what they had bid. So what do you think the odds are that two people work together and they try to drive the price up so that no one will buy it? And then when they make the second chance offer, they they offer way less than what they actually intended to offer because they figure the person's going to be desperate and just take the offer and run. Slim to none. But did you offer a second chance offer the second time around? No, I have not. Maybe you should try that. Just for kicks. Yeah, I will. Because if the same thing happens, you'll know you're right. Yeah, good point. Then I'll have data to prove it. But it's just that is what frustrated me. And then and then we we took care of certain things. And we like we've purged a bunch of stuff. Our place looks a lot nicer. I wouldn't be ashamed to have someone just happen to stop by. Like it's been decent, you know. And you've really been pitching in a lot. I've been pitching in a lot. I have e- to interrupt. Even Mitchell's been pitching in a lot. This is not an invitation to creepily stop by our house, even if you know where we live. No, just saying that would be do not. That would mean meet you with a trip to the police department. Do not. Um, but in any <laughs> event, you know, it's just been like super nice. Like, um, everybody's chipping and even Mitchell's chipping in to keep it neater and cleaner. And, um, you know, it's still not like what it would be if someone was anal. <laughs> I think we're all okay but, with that, but we're good with that. And as long as we like, like walk around and when we see trash on the ground like i've talked about before you pick it up and throw it away you know because we got cats they knock things off of the table it's not like we take trash and throw it on the ground we have a cat, brie she rips up entire rolls of wrapping and then brie paper. rips up wrapping paper you know but entire but, rolls so we get to the we, we declutter how everyone's going how the hell is this related it's related we declutter and in the decluttering process we get a new couch 
and we decide that we're going to um, rearrange our bookshelves. We do that. Now we don't have room for the reclining chair. And that was one of the discussions we had was that I'd only really sat in the reclining chair like maybe 10, 10 times in the 18 months that it had been here. Once a month hardly seemed like it was worth it to try to fit that furniture into this house so we decide we're going to get rid of this thing and victoria you know she's i trust her because she's all over what's the latest and greatest way to get rid of something and she says i'll list it for free where are you going to list it for free by the way i listed it on craigslist Mm -hmm. and facebook messenger no marketplace sorry facebook marketplace okay and what happened well i got one person that thing went like boom lazy boy chair for free gone right instantly I got one inquiry from Craig. Wasn't gone instantly? No. Oh. You know this. It was sitting in our dining room for like three weeks. There so. you go. See, the the audience might not know, though. See? Craigslist. Just because I know. Creepy dude. I text them from a my fake phone number because I'm super suspicious of everyone. Mm-hmm. Smart. And though. they, like, make a plan to come by and then never text me back. Whatever. Fine. I should have known that this was going to be, like, the ultimate preview of my experience. But, like, multiple people. Oh, I'll come get it tonight at 7. Okay, message me when you're on when you're going to be on your way. I'll send you the address. And they message me, like, four days later. That's not 7, dumbass. <laughs> so then, finally, finally, today, somebody, I'm coming to pick it up at 2.30. Great. Just what, that's what I was doing at 2.30. See? I knew there was something in my head at 2.30. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and then 2.30 rolls by, 3.30 rolls by. We decided we're going to take the Savage Breast dog to the dog park so that she can run around like a psycho. 6 p.m. Can I come by now? That doesn't look like 2.30. So I just ignored it because we were at the dog park and I don't really care. And then they, like, spam me with messages. Spam. Capital S spam me with messages. And I was just like, I don't care. The last message said, Well, I'm waiting. And it was kind of sass. And I said, I don't care if you're waiting. You're four hours late. The thoughts this is bringing to mind right now are so bad. So bad. Keep going. And then she says, Well, I was in the hospital. What? No, you were not. You were not. You get that excuse from like, contractors you get that excuse from other uh, two mm-hmm. other people who wanted this free effing chair told me they didn't come pick it up because they were in the hospital people it's a bullshit excuse stop using it yeah everybody knows everyone knows you're not fooling anyone they finally came they got the chair it's gone now and i'm less annoyed with the chair that is now what thoughts is that bringing to your mind well, I think of like movies that I've seen where like people um, answer ads for free things. They take the free thing so that they can come in the house and scope things out. And then they come back another time and, you know, help themselves to what you've got. Yeah, I could see it happening. You know, that just kind of stuff just reminds me of that. And then the way someone acts afterwards is cause for concern. Well, like, that's the whole reason I was originally going to just put it out in the hallway when they said they were coming. Yeah. Which I probably should have done this time anyway, but whatever. Live and learn. Live and learn. 
problem for them is we're home all the time. And we have two locks. And it's a two dogs. Building. And attack cats. And killer guinea pigs with sharp teeth. So, And this little savage who owns a podcast network, he's mean to people he doesn't know. Oh, he would eat their calf muscles off. They wouldn't be able to walk. Dude wouldn't stand a chance. And Brie <laughs> would pin him down because she's Brie. And lick their face. Terrifyingly. So... <laughs> All right, so we talked about the theme. So, like, in the beginning, you know, you're talking about how we have so much to talk about. And I'm not so sure I 100% agree that's what happened. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that we've learned more than just that people are kind of selfish and dumb and, I don't know, not very quick-witted. I don't know. Whatever we've learned. You can't count on people. Actually, you can count on people to do one thing, right? Think about themselves. As a famous man once said. And it's not entirely wrong. (laughs) Probably one of the few things I actually agreed with that guy 100% on. But neither here nor there. I was thinking about, like, the fact that in the beginning, we were just, like, us talking. Mm -hmm. Then at a certain point, we, like, had a guest... I think Tina was our first guest. Tina was our first guest. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yogi was our first guest. He doesn't talk. Anyway, talk Tina, yes. But Tina was our first human guest. And then Gina and then, was our second guest. And then, yeah, and then, then Gina was our second guest. And um, then I think we had Abe was like our third guest, something like that. And all of a sudden we started getting guests. I never talk in the Abe episodes. And... <laughs> But what's interesting to me is that from that point forward, we would have these periods, and it's weird how this happens, but we have these periods of time where guests just bombard us with guest requests. And then we have periods like right now. Periods of times like now where everybody's busy. And you know, that's what I've been thinking about though, is like maybe reaching out and trying to schedule like every other week, like a guest for right now, you know, just one. So out of like, Six yeah. episodes, you'd have one guest. That's not a bad ratio. Um, but because I like our guest episodes because it takes you and I, it stretches our brain a little bit because we listen to what other people say. Shocker. Or it collapses our brain with their lunacy. Sometimes. One or the other. Whichever you Sometimes prefer. that definitely happens. So, so guests <laughs> have been a welcome addition to the show. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. But do our listeners agree? Nah, they seem to like our guests. Who, who would you say, I mean, we're not going to talk about who's a favorite guest or anything like that, but who do you, th- and I don't even know the actual number, so we would have to come back to this, but who do you think's been on the show Brian, the most? Yeah, I think Brian as well. That block but I gets think, a lot of mentions in our podcast. Well, yeah, well, he's like our best podcasting friend. He's you know? a blockhead. I like him a lot. Oh, Um, that Brian. And, you know, he's going to be involved in a big project that we have coming up here in the new year. It's going to blow your mind, people, what we're doing. It's going to blow your mind. And we're launching (laughs) here pretty soon. And it's going to be crazy because we're going to have really interesting things to offer you. And that's about all I can say about it right now. I want you guys to think hard about you know what it takes to get to 300 episodes and how sometimes things you figure out disappoint you and other things 
just kind of make you go, yep, knew it all along. And what I want you guys to take out of this 300 episodes is to go back and listen to them all if you haven't. Make sure you listen to every single one. Because oh, if you do that, you will know pretty much everything there is to know about me. Okay. And I'm pretty sure they'll know everything there is to know about you. No. Um, but the point is you have to listen to all of them to understand it. You can't just listen, listen to pieces because then you're not getting the full picture. It's just that simple. So I've come up with an idea right here on the spot that I'm going to put together. It's going to take a little while and I'll let you know when it's launched, but we're going to have a little contest for a $100 Amazon gift card. Wow. And I am going to put up a worksheet that you can download. Okay. And it's going to have all 300 episodes. And it's going to have either going to ask for the main theme or it's going to ask you to fill in a blank. So like the blank might say, it's going to ask you for a blank based on that last sentence that I said. And of course the answer is theme and you have to fill it in. No multiple choice. None of that. You got to fill it in one per episode. So, you know, one for the first episode, one for the second, one for the third, one for the fourth. So there'll be 300 questions. Wow. Whoever gets the most right wins the hundred dollar gift card. Wow. You don't like that idea at all. I can tell. I don't even think I could get the most right. (laughs) <laughs> you'd have to go back and listen that's the point i would i'd have to go back and listen to 300 episodes you'd have to listen i mean i started listening again i used to listen to every single episode as it came out now i listen to like five at a time it's the only way you get to know what we do well and what we don't do well and there are things that i want to work on going forward past the 300 episodes that will help us All right. because you know, we we got to take it to the next level now with this shit. We have to take it to the next level. And I think that the project we're talking about that Brian's going to be involved in, it takes it to the next level. You know who's not involved in your new project? Me. <laughs> Actually, you are because you have to help me select the content. So there you go. Anyway. I made the fancy, fancy, fancy graphics. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did a nice job. So, you know, (sighs) I think, yeah, I think Brian was on our show the most. I really do. And then I think probably Jackson was second most. Those are the only people who've really come back multiple times. Yeah. I mean, we've had Abe like three times. Um, (sighs) So, yeah. I don't know. There's people I'd like to get on the show, though, I think would be interesting. So... The other thing I'd like to know, info at yogispodcastnetwork.com, is what kind of topics do you guys want to see us delve into? Because now, with me saying bye-bye to Facebook um, and staying away from Facebook, and you likely will not see me posting anything there, um, it it's now I can be... Uh, open with you about my feelings about certain topics as I want to be. Okay. So ask whatever you want to know 
and we'll decide what topics will work for us and which ones won't work for us. But what you'll get is 100% like rock solid. This is what we actually believe about this. No watered down versions. So if your idea is stupid and we talk about it, tell you, you better have a thick skin. Yeah, because we're gonna because we will rip it to shreds. And, I don't want anybody whining. And none. And remember something. Just like we spoke the other night about um, being set up. Yeah. Okay. Um, just like that, we we should talk about that on our next episode about being set up. But but just like we mentioned when we we're having that conversation, it's like. <laughs> You have to understand that you got to take responsibility for what you do. So go back to what I was saying. Go back to what you were saying. In any event, people never fail to disappoint. That's really what it comes down to. Because two people don't pay pay for their eBay things. Who does that shit? And then you got multiple people coming to get a free item and they can't even show up. Yeah, and not not only that, but they don't even have the courtesy to send a message about it. Like, (laughs) we, I could just see us, babe. I could just see us. Like, people talk crap about us, but I could just see us being like, okay, we're gonna get this thing for free, and then somehow or another we get a better deal. Like, I don't know, Deborah's friend's mother's cousin has an extra whatever it is we're looking for that's in perfect condition and never been used, Uh and they're gonna just give it to you for free as well. Well, why would I want to take the one that I don't know where it came from, right? But we would be sweating over, well, what do we tell them, you know, because you know, I don't want to hurt their feelings. But the reality is saying to somebody, sorry, but my friend is giving us a brand new one for free. So we don't want we don't really need your used one anymore. But thank you for the offer. You know what? What's wrong with that? In the grand scheme of things, selling the chair gave me an outlet for my lack of patience. Because I figure if I'm giving away something for free and these people are just going to be giant idiots, I'm just going to let them have it. Well, and that that is very, very true. That is what you did. Um, but it was okay. But at the same time, you know, you're being honest about the situation. And you're not wrong. You're giving something away for free. Like, at least be kind enough to send a message saying, I've decided I don't want it. Or I found a different one, or I'm going to be late, or I can't make it. Because once you ghost me, you're ghosting me. I mean, we're done. Then I become feisty. You know, and it's like, it's just bizarre the way people behave today. It's so bizarre. I mean, when I first started selling on (laughs) eBay, you never thought about someone not paying you. You worried more about someone who you bought something from not shipping it to you. Right. But these days, you you know, like eBay's, if this keeps up, eBay's going to need to put a filter in their process that says, I don't want a person who has a payment strike against them. I thought you said they already had that. Well, they have it for a short term. But what I'm saying is, I would like a filter that says, you know, like I can put in there, I want somebody who has at least a three on their rating scale, whatever uh-huh. it's called. And it will not allow people who are 2.9 or below to bid on my stuff. Which is cool. So why wouldn't I be able to add, you know, in the beginning, like I think it's for like six months, that person won't be able to buy anything on eBay. Good. So I think, though, that once that expires, I think I, as a seller, should be able to have a checkbox that says, I don't want to allow people to bid on my stuff if they've ever 
had a payment strike against them because I don't care what the reason is for not paying. They didn't pay. And they give them a lot of time. At any point, that person could have messaged you and been like, yo, dude, I've changed my mind. I'm not going to pay. And saved you like the 45 years of time. Exactly. And they give you a lot of time. Right. It's like six days. And it's a lot of time. It was longer than the freaking auction. There's no reason why someone couldn't respond to you. And it's just selfishness. You know, it's just plain selfishness. And that is what it's come down to. It's why we rant on a nightly basis. Because there's so many selfish people who want to, like, judge your reaction to things or my reaction to things. But yet, they're the reason we have the reaction in the first bleeping place. Do you see these dogs? No. They're both passed out dead. Oh, well, then that must mean that I'm tired for a real reason. But hey, before you before you do your patented good night, everyone, which is coming, people, it's coming. I want to say that 300 episodes has been fun, but it's been a struggle at times. But ultimately, it was worth it to get to 300. And I want to do 700 more and get to 1,000. Do you know how long like it'd be, we'd be like getting close to the Joe Rogan levels, although he's way up there. That guy's had so many podcasts in a row. And his damn podcasts are like two hours long. How does somebody come up with 10 hours a week of shit to talk about? Like, how do they do that? I want to know. Message me if you know. But anyway, no advertisements for the 300th episode. We promised each other that. So Before thank you, my he dear. rambles anymore. Thank you, my dear, for all you've done for 300 episodes. We love you for it. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, number 300. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.